Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Subi and You podcast. We're at episode 93. Hope everybody had a great weekend. I spent part of my weekend at the big event at Gilman Subaru Southwest here in Houston. That was on Saturday. And then Sunday, I spent most of the day just hanging out with my son. We went downtown and uh, took some photos. So he was down there, wanted to take some pictures, and I took some with my phone. He took some with his camera, and he's trying to get into photography and learn more about it. So I try to create those opportunities for him. So what did you do? I will talk more about what went on at the big event on the Subi Scoop this Wednesday. And then Friday, I will be putting out this Friday, I will be putting out a bonus episode with the recordings that I did at the big event with people similar to what I did with Subaru Flatfest in Madison, Wisconsin, and then what I did for Subi Fest in California. So be sure to tune in on Friday for that. But today, right now, on this episode of the podcast, we have Christopher. He goes by SV underscore legacy underscore on Instagram. And he just reached a thousand followers. So congrats on that, Christopher. That's awesome. But we'll get into his episode here in a little bit. It's nice to have another tuner car on the podcast and somebody who is more into the street scene. You know, I want to do some something different, have some diversity, so that's always good. But we'll get into that here in a little bit. Okay, really, before we get started with anything else, I want to give a shout out and congratulations to my buddy Ryan here in the Houston area. He goes by Anonymous TWRX. He and his wife had a baby girl last Thursday, October 6th. So congrats, you two, on having another baby because this is their second So send him a message to congratulate him and helping to welcome Olivia into the world. So congrats again, and thanks for sharing some pics. That was really nice to see. You've got a beautiful baby girl. This episode is brought to you by SubaruGear.com. Did you know that National Make-A-Dogs Day is October 22nd? Check out the Subaru Motorsports USA woven pet collar from Subaru. It's a perfect way for you to coordinate with your race day gear and cheer on all dogs. This collar is available in three sizes and very durable. Why not have your four-legged friend show off their Subaru Motorsports pride like you do? Be sure to use the code SUBINU at checkout to get free shipping. Thank you so much, SubaruGear.com, for sponsoring the Subi and You podcast. After a week of keeping the mud on my car so that I could have it on there for the big event, I finally washed it all off the exterior. I'm still trying to get the underneath, but now my Rika VS wheels, my Tetons, are looking good again because you can actually see that they are black. Did you know that Rika has a new wheel design? They have the R30 Drifter, and these things look really, really good. Go check them out on the website for yourself, and when you order a set of these, you can use the code SUBI3035 to get 15% off of these new wheels. And that is good through October 15th, so hurry and take advantage of that 15% off of the R30s. 
At Rika, they are committed to providing customers with the highest quality, specialized wheels and lift kits that will allow you to travel further, experience new adventures, and discover extraordinary destinations. Rika wants to make sure that you are ready for anything wherever adventure takes you. Rika's flow form process creates both lightweight and durable wheels, which are of the highest quality and are built to satisfy the requirements of all of you adventure enthusiasts. Rika lift kits raise your Subaru to protect the vehicle's underbody from damage while off-roading. The lift kits were also designed to increase the vehicle ride height in order to accommodate larger tires while maintaining the factory ride quality and alignment. The quest for adventure begins with you, and Rika is what gets you there. I mentioned the R30 Drifter a moment ago, but if the Teton Seeker or Detour is more your style, you can use the code SUBIU10 to get 10% off of those wheels. Thank you so much, Rika VS, for sponsoring the Subi and You podcast. When I was at the big event on Saturday, I had a few people purchase the Subi and You podcast decal. If you would like to purchase one of those decals for yourself and rep the podcast and also help support it, you can go to com, click on the tab or the link that says decals, and it will take you to where you can get yours. Thank you so much to everybody who has purchased a decal to rep the podcast on their Subaru. I really appreciate that. And it's cool to see when people share photos of when they have done that. So thank you all. Now we will go ahead and get into this episode with Christopher, a.k.a. SV Legacy, and hear all about his build and his other one, too. Just wait and listen. Hey, welcome to the Subi and You podcast. This is going to be episode 93, which is just kind of insane. Can't believe we're getting that close to 100, but I've got Christopher on who goes by SV Legacy. Welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you. I'm You're happy welcome. to be here. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a while, but got you on here and so I'm glad we're able to make it happen. Yeah, me too. So what brought you to Subaru? Like what made you decide to buy a Subaru and why a Legacy? Well, I had a Cadillac before. So like everyone knows what Cadillacs, once things start going wrong and you have like 10 problems, then you have like 30 problems. <laughs> so I had my Cadillac for like eight years and then I fixed this, fixed that, just got tired of it. So I was shopping around after I sold it and then I saw a Subaru sitting there and I've uh, Colorado, there's a lot of Subarus. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I was like thinking about more reliable car and this and that, not too many problems other than, you know, head gaskets and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. We all know Subarus. So I, I seen it sitting in the corner. It was kind of hidden away. And I asked the guy, I said, I want to try that. And I started it up. It kind of was smoking a little bit, let it run and drove it around. It was really fun. You know, I had it at stock high. I didn't have anything done to it. You know, yeah. I seen it. Yeah. So it just regular everything. So drove it a little bit, uh, went around the block again, and I said, yeah, I'll buy it. So got it, 
And then uh, I was planning on lifting it. And then I decided to lower it when I started <laughs> seeing, you know, what it looked like wagon wise lowered. So, yeah. When did you buy it? Uh, about four and a half years ago. Yeah. Okay. And so other than seeing other Subarus around um, Colorado, like what did you know about Subarus before you bought your legacy? They're more reliable than most. I know there's a few other ones out there that, uh, like, you know, Toyota's pretty good. You know, there's some out there that's really good. Yeah. So I was thinking about, yeah, let me get something that's older, not too old, you know, my car's 20 years old, but, you know, reliable. So, and then I had big plans for it. So when I looked at it, I was like, I'm going to replace this, replace that. But at that time, I wasn't going to do like too much performance. I was just going to do the basic just to keep it running. Yeah. And I just ended up, you know, doing that. And then one thing led to another. So <laughs> I'm still going. So. <laughs> so what were some of the first things that you did when you said to replace this and replace that? Because it sounds like what you were wanting to do is replace some things and have just like normal things that might wear on a vehicle to replace. And yeah. then, um, and then you started getting into mods. So it also sounds like you weren't really thinking about mods. You were just thinking about keeping it going for a long period of time. So what were some of the first things that you ended up just replacing before you got into doing any mods? Uh, just like just the basic stuff like oil chains, you know, I changed out some of my, uh, pans this and that drop that down i replaced all my brakes so i put oem in the beginning stages yeah. and then uh wheels i changed it out and put the stock like <clears throat> excuse me legacy wheels and then uh let's see what else i started out with max speed rods uh coilovers okay i don't recommend those yeah. <laughs> so i felt every bump here in colorado there's a lot of potholes and divots and stuff like that so I, I did those for a little bit and then I went to the max speed rods and then, um, you know, I went to BCs after that and I love them, still got them. Yeah. So when did you start looking at really doing some actual mods and what, what was it that kind of drew you towards that? Cause you said you were originally going to lift it and then you ended up lowering it. Mm -hmm. Did you see like other lifted legacies or something out there that gave you the idea yeah, there's there's a few uh, Outback Legacies. So mine's an Outback Legacy. And then, so I saw a few, uh, like Java Wagon. I seen him in town a, a mm -hmm. long time ago. And then I, I hang out with him every now and then after that. But I seen his, and then it was lifted. And I seen a few other ones. And I was like, well, I want to do that. I want to go out in the mountains in certain areas. But and then... I started on Instagram and I started seeing lower ones. <laughs> and so, oh, you know, Instagram. my Cadillac was pretty low. Yeah. yeah. So I think I'm lower. If I was to have my Cadillac still, I'm, I'm probably like four inches lower than my Cadillac in stock height. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. The lowered but, life. Yeah. But it just, I don't know. It's, it looks better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't have anything against lifted, but to me, like coming from the Cadillac to the, you know, Subaru and it was kind of high for mm -hmm. me and then I lowered it and it felt right. 
they, it was real comfortable to me. And they look good, Lord. Like, I, you know, I told you yeah. off air before we started recording that when I was out in Subi Fest, I um, got a ride back to the hotel from Christina, who goes by Lane Drifters. And I was fortunate enough to drive her legacy around a little bit. And that was really, really nice. So I got a feel for it. Yeah. Yeah. Hers is pretty nice. It's really fast, too. I've seen those videos. <laughs> yeah, we were we were on streets, and there was a lot of stop signs, but there was, thankfully, there was a, a couple of spots that had a longer distance between stop signs, so I got to feel the turbo boost a little bit, though, and that was nice. Oh, see, that's nice. Yeah. it's a lot of work put into that. Yeah, and she said she's got a bigger turbo than what it came with, so that's, oh, uh, wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't either. Uh, so what is the meaning behind Sergeant Brown in your Instagram profile? Well, that's a uh, part of my name. And I used to be in the Army. I got out in 2012 medically. Okay. So, I would, yeah, I left as sergeant. So I just kind of kept it, even though I'm not that anymore. But, you know. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, people don't put their full name, but now everyone knows my name, but <laughs> I just go by that still. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's but. good. I, I like that. It's uh, it's different, you know, it's catchy. So, yeah, it's like, hey, it's Sergeant Brown. So uh, this is your first Subaru then? Yes. OK. Yeah. So. Um, In your profile, it says it also says O2 OB Legacy and Legacy GT. Is that like two yep. things combined into one car, or do you have two cars? I have two cars. So if you scroll down, uh, I don't know how far, but I did post another picture. Again, I have two Legacies. So I okay. have my Outback Legacy, and then I have the Legacy GT, which uh, I have Rod Knock now. So I oh, got the no. motor pulled out of that. So <laughs> okay, that's why I haven't really been posting that, because I'm still working on that. And there's a lot more work than what my wagon had. Yeah. So it's going to take some time and the season's kind of ending, you know, it's becoming, you know, getting colder a little bit and mm -hmm. chilly. And so we'll see, we'll see what happens. Now is your legacy GT also lowered? No, uh, it's stock height right now. It's got some body work. I need it done to it. Uh, I want to do that and lower it. Maybe I thought about doing the rally look, but I still up in arms about that. I'm not sure because yeah. I've already had the lower lifestyle. So if I do <laughs> rally, I could have that now too. Yeah. So, but if I say if I did something with coilovers, you know, you have that ability to lift and lower. And yeah, I mean, but you just feel everything differently. Yeah. When you have coilovers. So what's the so. difference between the Outpack Legacy and the Legacy GT? Uh, to me, when I drove it, the GT is faster in a way and it just feels and you know my uh, gt is a sedan compared to my wagon oh okay so, gotcha yeah gotcha. everything is interchangeable though so okay that's what i like about that they're the same year uh 2022 i mean 20 2002 sorry yeah yeah and uh everything's interchangeable so i put the stock lights from the wagon onto the gt okay and a lot of my other parts i put on there all the stock parts because i I got that car and it's a lot of rust, this and that. I had to cut that out and it's been a full project. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I, I'm still, I mean, I'm still learning all the different models and everything. Cause there's so many different ones out there. Um, but it's good to have, cause I've had so many, 
you know, foresters and outbacks and cross treks and stuff. So yeah. I like having diversity on the podcast and because it makes it interesting and you learn some stuff yep. about different cars. Yep. And then uh, another thing, the GT is limited. So the difference with that is only one thing, the trim for the lights. So there's a bar that goes right there that won't allow you to put certain headlights. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found that out when I ordered and I was like, well, I have these other ones. That's, you know, the JDM from Japan over there. I waited and then they came and I ended up having to cut that bar so they could oh, fit yeah. <laughs> and having to fabricate. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it plays into that too. You know, when you have limited compared to if you have just the legacy GT. Yeah. So. And where did the name for your Instagram handle come from, SV Legacy? And is that the name of your car or just your account? Just uh, my account. Also, the SV stands for uh, Savage Vets. So I'm not the only SV. Uh, Me and my brothers, we came up with that. So, like, we game together, you know. And then uh, everyone that has SV that goes by that is, you know, prior military or they're still in. Okay. Okay. So. So do you have an actual name for your cars? Oh, yeah, uh, Betty. And then the other one for the GT, I don't know yet. So. Oh, okay. Probably That's come why I like you... when I post. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you. I guess you'll probably come up with that once you get it to a spot where you want it to be, huh? Maybe. Yeah. That's. It took me a long time to get the wagon a name because I didn't know, you know. And then I started thinking. I was like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. So, so. Betty just was something that came to you or did it? did you get inspiration for that from somewhere else? It just came to me. I mean... I was just looking at it, and then uh, I thought about uh, guys' names at first, and then I thought about, you know, girls' names and all that. And then, yeah, I was like, oh, Betty sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So when you bought your Subaru, you know, you had a Cadillac before, but did you know about the Subaru community when you bought your Legacy? Somewhat. I... I have some friends beforehand that I used to just cruise with sometimes and all that, but I couldn't go up in the mountains, of course. Yeah. I, I did one time and you know, my car was super dirty and it didn't handle too well at Cadillac. So, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I knew a little bit about it. I knew that, uh, a lot of them get along with each other and this and that. And then, uh, I learned the Subi wave, you know, everyone knows that the the peace sign. Yeah. So, that's about it. I mean, I didn't know too much until I got into it. And another thing, I didn't even know how to work on a Subaru until I got mine. And then along the way, I had friends help me and show me. Yeah. So with all the work, I mean, we, and we can get into some of the work that you've done later on, but with a lot of the work that you've done with your car, have you done most of it yourself, either things that you were able to do by yourself or with the help of a friend? Yes, some of it myself and then, you know, cousins, family, you know, and friends like that teaching me. And then I learn, I'd be like, so can you show me how to do this? And then I know how to do it. So there's a lot that I learned, but some jobs, you know, you need an extra hand. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also nice. You don't know how to do it. Yeah, of course. And it's, but it's nice when you can, even if you're not doing it yourself, but if you're basically not handing it to a shop to do it for you. But if you're doing it yeah. with somebody else, it's nice knowing that you're doing the work on your car, you know, that you're doing it. And then also that satisfaction of when you're done, you're like, hey, I did that. You know, it's and it's yeah. and then you learn a lot, too. Like you said, you know, you I mean, a lot of people, I think it seems like 
don't really know how to do much with cars and then they start doing mods and they start learning a lot and it's really helpful. Yep. It helped me along the way. So I know what to do now for this GT. So I've done it with the wagon. And then now when it comes to working on the GT, it's like, oh, everything's just the same. Yeah. That's what made me, uh, you know, when I saw it for, up for sale on Facebook, I was like, well, I'm going to get that GT. Because I've wanted that one before the wagon, you know, I just, oh, okay. you know, seen that wagon and then I decided to get the wagon. Yeah. So, no, wagon's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, a lot of room. Yeah, have you done any um, paint to it, other than, or is it all OEM paint? It's all original. I've done touch up, and I'm on my fourth bumper. So <laughs> <laughs> front or rear? Yeah, I mean front. So okay, I mean I've split it. Uh, I shattered it one winter. I wasn't even going that fast, but we had that really bad ice and yeah. got really negative degrees, and I was going to work and I hit a dip. And I was going 10 miles per hour and I shattered the whole bottom from light to light. Whoa. So, wow. Yeah. It had, it shattered all the way across. Man. So, that's crazy. So, yep. but you're and on number I four. That huh? one off. Yep. So, I have the third one still. It's just, I wrapped it. So, oh, okay. I haven't put it on. Gotcha. So, I'm, I got the one on that I got on now because just in case for winter. Yeah. Okay. So, so what, what was the first mod that you did? After doing like just stuff to keep it maintained, coilovers, okay, max speed rods, yeah. And then, yeah. like, where did the what was the progression after that? Where were you thinking, like, hmm, what can I do next? Like, what were you, what was <laughs> on your mind to put on it? Well, uh, cold air intake, and then I had some problems with that. So, when I installed mine, uh, my airflow and everything was fluctuating, and then I had temp problems and so i had to adjust everything flush everything and then uh went from there there's a lot of problems with my car trying to maintain what new stuff compared to the original yeah you know it's 2002 so when you put newer stuff even though it's oem sometimes it struggles and then when i went to performance and tried to change how the flow is coming in with the air it started struggling yeah so i was forced to change out hoses this and that and then i discovered i have vacuum leaks so <laughs> so now you've gotten that all yeah. squared away and working well yeah that's yeah. good um so. so what so i know we we're also talking offline that you do not have a turbo yeah no not yet not yet i'm thinking about it still and yeah yeah i'm going to yeah even though i'm thinking about it i'm, I'm going to <laughs> What kind of horsepower is that going to add to it? And I mean, I'm still learning about turbos. I know how they feel because I've driven a turbo, but I don't, I mean, I know it's like, you know, forced air, um, but as and, and I know there's different turbo kits and different sizes and PSI and everything, yeah. but I don't really know, like for something that you would get, what kind of boost or power would you end up getting with what you're thinking about? Uh, number wise, I'm not like accurate yet but i want my horsepower to be like anywhere from 450 to like 500 wow. so we'll see yeah we'll see i got some other stuff that you know I, i'm gonna do to it in time yeah so if i blow the engine or something like that i'm not <laughs> gonna get rid of the car so yeah it's just you know it's a learning step from it if you blow something and then you just i'm just gonna keep it pull the engine out put a different one in there and 
you know, I plan on swapping it. So yeah, what have you had it on a dyno to see what what it's at no. now? No, no, not yet. Uh, my plan is I might do that in spring. Okay. So I got some other things I'm going to lift my car by an inch and a half, and then some other stuff, and then I want to try it. Okay. So. Do you know like what that model is supposed to be at, like out of the factory for horsepower? No, I don't. Okay. I was thinking about looking it up though. It, yeah. It's it's need to know because if you go from that and then you can set that goal. Yeah. And then you can see where you're at. But Definitely. I could tell the difference though. Once I started doing a little of this, a little of that, you yeah. could feel it. Like you could feel your car pick up. Like yeah. the front end and just it just goes. It doesn't <laughs> struggle. It doesn't hesitate when I get on it. I mean, I just yeah. don't do it everywhere, you know. Yeah, it's of course. Older car, so yeah, yeah. So where did you come up with the green glow that you have? It's because I know it's it's behind your grill and it looks like it's at your fog lights too. But I'm guessing the fog lights aren't actually green. Is that like a green glow that goes oh, no. down across your fog lights? No, so I'll I'll tell you all in detail. So okay. the green fog lights, <laughs> the bulb was actually green, and oh. I got switchers on there with the relays. So green is my favorite color, first off. And then uh, I have switchers on there that uh, I had to snip the wires and run into my relay. It's, it's a lot of electrical work. Yeah. And uh, so the switchers allow me to switch colors, but I only have uh, orange and green right now, okay. uh, which match. You know, the, the orange is like a fall orange color like amber yeah so and then you saw my green ones are kind of like a christmas green yeah but those are actual bulbs which okay. uh, certain states you know it's illegal to run you know certain colors <laughs> yeah but <laughs> so i don't have any tint or anything like that it's just the actual bulb and then i have two light strips that do run around uh my crash bar so on the top of my crash bar it runs and illuminates where my hello horns are because I don't have, you know, stock horns. I have hello horns. Yeah. And then, so that's why you're able to see that. And I was looking at my grill and I wanted to be able to like make it look like it's kind of breathing kind of. Oh yeah. And it's like got something right there. So at night you could really see like inside my grill, you could see the hello horns and it illuminates really good. And yeah. then I do have underglow underneath. Yeah. So I the underglow allows me to, same thing with the strips. It allows me 15 different colors. And I have the switcher right there inside my console, like right where I drive. So I have everything right there. And then I could use my phone also. Oh, it's yeah. Bluetooth. That's nice. So so everything is tied into one. But I also have it on separate switchers in case I don't want to run the underglow, you know, certain times. Yeah. So when I go to night meets, I like to turn on, you know, my uh, grill light. So mm -hmm. I have a switch for that, and then I have a switch for my, you know, I have seven-inch Nylite uh, light bars under there. Okay. And uh, I think when you met me, I had that 21-inch uh, light bar. Remember, I had the green and white yeah. across my front end? Yeah. I Yeah. The reason why I changed that, because I have an 04 uh, Legacy bumper on oh, my okay. car. So Gotcha. Yeah, I had to change that out because it wouldn't fit back in there. Okay. So I had to change out and put the put the uh, seven inch light bars. You so. should see if you could get like a mini uh, fog machine to put inside the grill. <laughs> you said to make it look like it's breathing or something. That'd be awesome. I thought about that for Halloween. Yeah, That'd be a good idea. That would be so cool because yeah. like it's got that big opening. It looks really cool.
<laughs> to see if he should do it. It was hard. It. Yeah. It was hard to install that stuff because you got to think about how you're going to run it. Mm-hmm. And then if you're going to put, they got the special tubes that you could wrap around your wires in case you put it around heat. You got to think about the radiators right there. And then sometimes that adhesive is really cheap that comes with the strips. Yeah. So I ran Loctite, the, the red seal coat one, all the way across the seams to keep it in place. Yeah. But when it's time to detach it, you just hit it with the heat gun. That's all. Oh, that's so. good. So when you, yeah. you said that when you first bought your car, you didn't really know a whole lot about like do working on cars. So when you got to doing this kind of electrical work, who did you get to help you with? And, uh, well, I just didn't know at the time how to work on Subarus. I, I knew knowledge, how to work on cars for mm-hmm. my uh, dad. Okay. So like he was more electrical side. Gotcha. So I learned a lot of that from him. So everything that you see that I've done with mine, electrical wise, I got from him. So if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't know yeah. how to do that stuff. That's good. So, yeah. What's been the most intimidating thing that you've done with your car? Hmm. Meaning like... Something that you did yourself that you were like, hmm, I'm, I'm not sure about how to do this. I'm kind of nervous. Hmm. Let's see. I was just thinking about, so when I ran my underglow, I ran it in the inside panels under the carpet and everything. Mm-hmm. To me, that was more challenging because you have to watch out for these other wires and if it frays and everything. I have mine coming down where the spare tire is, and then I replaced also the tow hitch connectors. So I reran all those wires too. Those oh. are all brand new. Even wow. though I don't tow anything, but my lights will work if I need to. Okay. So all that is new too. So I've done a lot of basically it looks like a surgeon dissecting. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I had to rip out. I was always doing wires. Yeah. And, uh, another challenging thing would be bodywork. Yeah. I had about six dents in my car. And okay. now I'm down to one small one, but you know, I got to send it to the shop for that one. I can't get it out. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good that you're able to there get the when other I ones. got it. Yeah. That's, Thank you. that's annoying. I spent most of my time with body work and electrical the most, like all that other stuff. It didn't take too long. It's just been years of doing the body work and electrical, honestly, because yeah. it's time consuming. Yeah. And you, I mean, you want it to look as clean as possible. And especially like if you're putting like, since you put yours in show, it's, it's, you know, it's like, man, I got that one dent left. (laughs) Got to get it out. (laughs) They look at, yeah, they look at that. And I'm just like, well, I had uh, about 75% rust when I got the car. Wow. I think I have 10% now. Okay. So nice. I, I cut a lot out and I accidentally broke, like, I would say six to eight bolts. (laughs) <laughs> just trying to take things out. So yeah. <laughs> I yeah. snapped them off and I had to, you know, rethread them and I had to figure it out. You know, it, it sucked because I literally, I broke that stuff and I was trying to figure out now what am I going to do? Yeah. And I had to get the part out. So, but again, man, that's, you know, the satisfaction of working on it yourself, even though it can suck at the time. And cause I know there's things that I've done where I'm like, man, this sucks. Like I hate this. I don't want to be doing this right now. It's really tough. And then you get it done. You're like, okay, that really wasn't so bad. It was just like this one part of it that I was doing that was frustrating me. And I felt like just giving up and then got through it. And then the rest of it was not too bad. And then now it's like, now it's done and it looks good. Yep. 
Yep. Very true. Uh, hard work pays off in the long run. Oh, yeah. You, you know, if you take your time and do the process just right and don't rush, it doesn't look sloppy. I mean, there's a few projects on my car that I've done like four times wow. because, you know, I want to progress. And I said I could make it better. And I got that practice. And then I do it again. And then it's better and better. You know, I got, you know, my own imperfections and I plan on getting it wrapped. Same color. Okay. So nice. I want to keep, you know, I that's my favorite color. So I want to keep that green. But I'm thinking about maybe if I change out my trim, the trim on that is uh, I want to maybe do something different or if I just go straight black or whatever, yeah. carbon fiber. I, I thought about doing carbon fiber, but I can't visualize if it's going to be good enough. If I like it or if I should just keep it as is because I do like it where it's at. Yeah. So. Well, so we've talked about like your, your green glow and stuff. Would you say that that is what makes your build unique or is there like other things that you would like to you? Like, this is what makes my build unique because everybody kind of has their own theme and their thought process of what they want to do with their car. And there are similarities between builds, but like for you, like, what do you, when you think about yours, like what makes it unique for you? Uh, the lights there. Yes. And I would say probably my exhaust is coming out the side instead of like, I don't have that muffler or anything like that. Mine comes out the side on the driver's side. Oh, so I don't think I didn't notice that. Yeah. yeah. So I have my pipe coming out the side. That's so. really cool. Now I'm going to have to go back and look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I, yeah, I do have some pictures from the side, but it's really hard to, you'll have to zoom in, but yeah, it's coming out the side. So okay. I do have that pop and crackle effect too, you know? Yeah. So I, when I get on and, you know, when it's coming down the speed and everything, you're coming up to a light, you let off the gas and you try not to pop and then you pop. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I, I know you said you don't, you, you try not to drive fast too often because, you know, it's an older car and everything, but so you, you yeah. typically just like to cruise in it. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, other people that cruise with me, they would say otherwise. <laughs> I mean, I forget sometimes that we're cruising and, uh, you know, yeah. I'd be looking at it like, oh, and I slow down, you know, but I do get on it every now and then because it is good for the car, too. If you get everything, you know, flowing and pushed out, because if you drive it like that, sometimes it gets a little sluggish and things yeah. start to build up. Do you ever have anybody wanting to race you? Yeah. Because I have uh, all those decals on the back <laughs> that are mostly sponsors, and I do have those parts. So there's a difference between, like, you know, I have a lot of decals, but I actually have those parts in my engine bay, too, and around my car. Yeah. So they see that, and then they hear it, too, and then they know that I'm like, man, <laughs> I always see these guys trying to, you know, I and sometimes I do it, but at the same time, uh, try to promote, you know, it's not right we're not like racing, racing, but you get up on it and let it be known and then let off of it. Yeah. But you got to look around. You got to be safe. Yeah, of course. You got to role model what's best for, you know, the community and then safety. You know, I'm also a father too. I got the dad wagon. So I don't want to put someone else in danger too, but you know, I like to enjoy my build and then I don't do too much you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And there's, there's a time and a place to do that. And sometimes you see people like I've seen people doing it 
on a busy freeway and I'm like, man, you guys are just idiots, you know, going really fast, weaving in and out of traffic, slamming on their brakes, cutting people off. And I'm like, you know, either that racing or sometimes you see that with road rage. And I'm like, these people are going to like kill somebody. Yeah. And uh, normally when I get up on it, when you see me and I'm getting away from someone too, because a lot of times uh, here they, they ride your butt. Oh, or yeah. they're like swerving or something. And I just want to get away from that because I don't want it, you know, to be involved in any of that stuff. Yeah, I do too. But it takes me a lot longer because I have a cross trek. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, it's probably fast in its own way. I respect all builds, you know. Yeah. Once you do a little of this and that, you'd be a surprise of how much you could make. Yeah, make it faster. So. I have done absolutely nothing for performance in my car. However, it is a manual, so I do have more control over it. Nice. Yes. See, that is nice. So speaking of manual and decals, you have a Dark Matter X on your front bumper, so you're running the DM1, correct? No. No, no? I am not. So uh, as you know, I am also part of those, you know, the 805 Subarus. I came across them a, a while ago. Yeah. So I'm on their page. And then, you know, a lot of things come across with Dark Matter. So I started showing love. So I show love to everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's what my team is about and what my personality and me in general. I show love to everyone and everyone's built. Okay. So I reached out to them and like, I just said, Hey, I want to represent, I want to show you off and this and that. And in the long run, I do plan on getting the WRX. Okay. So I will have that eventually, but you know, it's the buildup behind it, you know, shows me love and I show them love, but at the same time, it's all about, we're all a part of this community. And I think it was more of a, they seen me on the 805 Subarus page and this and that and the connection networking. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you go out to events and you go out to car shows and stuff, do you have people asking you about Dark Matter X? Yeah, they ask me about all my decals and this and that, and I refer them. And that's why I have the stuff that I do have. And then, you know, I do show my story at different, like, Dark Matter stuff. I show, you know, Leah's car, uh, Lane Drifters, you know, stuff like that. I, I result into other people's stuff so I can get them out there, too. Show them love. Yeah. They share me and all that, and I share them back. So, yeah. And that gives you a good opportunity to talk about Dark Matter X to people who yep. might be able to, you know, take advantage of it. Yeah. Cause I have studied uh, some of the stuff. Like I said, I don't have, you know, STI or WRX and nothing like that. I've driven them. I know a little ins and outs of how it runs and how it works and all that. And then, you know, I looked at the videos of for the Dark Matter DM1s. So yeah, I can't wait. Nice. <laughs> it is nice. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Melee Design Firm. They are your battery and battery mount specialists. If you are into rallying your Subaru, you need to keep your battery secure. That's where Melee Design Firm comes into play. Go check out their battery mounts. You can mount them in multiple locations. They also have a special edition Bucky Lassic battery mount. So go check out MeleeDesignFirm.com and get your battery mount or spruce up your engine compartment with some engine bay caps. Thank you, Melee Design Firm, for sponsoring the Subi and You podcast. This episode is also brought to you by Spider No-Drill Roof Rack. If you're looking for rooftop storage solutions, this is a place to be. Go check out SpiderRoofRack.com and see what they have to offer for your Subaru. 
You can do like me and use it to keep your spare tire up there. Or you can put up some storage boxes for camping gear or for recovery gear, whatever it is that you may need. It's also a great place to mount additional lights like some side lights, chase lights, or a light bar in the front. You can use the code SUBIANU, all spelled out, to get 10% off of your Spider No-Drill roof rack. Thank you so much for sponsoring the Subi and You podcast. And now, back to the show. Are there accounts that you follow that have inspired your build and stuff that you've done with it? Or did you kind of take inspiration from all over the place or just things that you thought of on your own? Yeah, so... Uh, my first sponsor, actually, uh, Legendary Legacy Builds. So, oh, nice. If you follow that page and you see the yellow legacy on there, uh, when I started wa- looking at his wide body and everything, he's also the owner of the team and everything in the sponsorship. So okay. when I seen that, and there's so many other wagons in the community, and I looked, and I just was like, well, I want to do this and that. I thought about wide body. I thought about a lot of different things, you know, but you can only do so much that would look good. You can't do like all your ideas and all your likes that I seen. I wanted to, but I didn't want to do them all at once, but also I wanted to be unique. I wanted to stand out and say, Oh, there goes that guy right there. They know who I am. Yeah. They know that's my build. There's not, Oh, I seen one like yours or something like that. You know? Yeah. I have certain things that just stick out, you know, compared to most, you know, but everyone's looks good, you know? Yeah. And I'm looking at the, uh, that page right now, legendary legacy builds. And that's a nice one. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of legacies. He shows a lot of love to people. Like I said, uh, there's a lot of pages like it, you know, they're, they're not for certain things They're what the car community should be about showing love connection, no matter who you are in this community. Yeah. Love. Yeah, as long as you're, you know, not being a jerk, you're being respectful and all that. Of course, they like you. you yeah, know? that's how we all should be all together, you know. So, yeah, and when you go up to when you go out to car meets and stuff, and you're there with other builds, do y'all are at those types of car meets? Is there a lot of respect for each other's builds, even though it's you know not a Subaru or not a, you know, whatever the other build may be or brand? Yeah. Uh, I've seen like some like that are like real jerks and they've been asked to leave to, you know, these cars and coffee or there's yeah. just some people that just avoid them or some of my buddies will come up to me and say, Hey, you know, this guy's like that. Just try to kind of avoid him. Don't speak to him, you know? Uh, but other than that, it's been more positive than negative, you know, yeah. cause we're all there to show love. And as you see, when I post my pictures, I'm at a lot of like cars and coffees and, just regular car shows in general or non-car events like that are kind of just pull up and just hang out. Yeah. Pull up and chill kind of meets. So like barbecues and stuff like that. So, but I've been mostly lately at car shows as you've seen. Yeah, I know. I've seen, how many have you gone to recently? I mean, is he, are you losing count? Uh, Yeah, it's more than 20. So I, Nice. We do host meets like every weekend. So, okay. you know, I, I reach out to that person and say, hey, do you remember me? I'm part of this team. I started it and all that. And uh, can we come out and represent and share? So basically say, hey, we're doing a team event. If you ever read my post, you'll say you'll see it says cars and coffee, family friendly. I'm real detailed with my stuff. I let everyone know if it's a team event or if it's our event. 
Okay. So yeah. Um, and so being more of a street car, like what kind of places do you like to go to other than like the car meets and stuff? Do you like to just cruise around and like drive long distances and go check yeah. out scenery? Yeah. So I, I've taken my uh, car out to the country too. I know with it being lowered, I actually took that car out with two trucks following behind me with two trailers <laughs> to get the GT. Cause yeah. I also got another legacy of that, you know, that same day, my buddy got that legacy. Okay. So we went all the way out to Calhoun, Colorado to get that. And I actually went up this guy's driveway, which was kind of not so good. <laughs> and then, you know, it's in the country. So, but I went up there with my car because I knew it could handle. You just don't go fast. I went 10 yeah. miles an hour up there and, but it still handled good. And I go on dirt roads and stuff and it's fine. But, I don't daily it like on dirt roads and stuff like that. Yeah, of course. So it's different. Yeah. But yeah, I do like to, uh, I like to go on I-25 and then go from my place all the way up there to the Air Force Academy and then come back down sometimes on Shelton Academy, you know, stuff like that, roads like that. Yeah. What's but, the longest distance you've ever driven? With uh, just that car or just in general? Yeah, with that car. Hmm. Two and a half hours nonstop okay. without any rest or anything. Yeah. But yeah. Not too far away. It was, uh, yeah, not too bad, but it was fun. Yeah. It was uh, like uh, bad drivers, but I still enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to just cruise and, you know, you're in the solo lane, you have someone on you, and then you got to go up and get around, or, you know, you got to get over into the fast lane, which you're cruising in the slow lane, but you have someone in acting like there's not two lanes. I know. I mean, but, that's that's like one of the things like lately I'm I just want to get out there, especially if I'm on a long drive. It's like I just want to cruise and just drive at a nice speed. And, you know, and I'm usually driving like a little more than the speed limit because if most other people are driving quite a bit faster than the speed limit. But I'm like, I just want to cruise and you get somebody like right up on your butt, you know, and then sometimes you get somebody flashing you and it's like especially like. Yeah. If they flash you when there's cars in front of you, it's like, where do you want me to go? I literally cannot go anywhere unless you want me to drive off That's the road. It's so stupid. It's very impatient. And then there's just like so many different attitudes and all this stuff combined. The one on the road is not good. There's yeah. a lot of road rage incidents that could have been avoided. Yeah. But it's not, you know. So I just try to get out of that. Yeah, me too. I mean, I I used to have a little bit of road rage a long time ago, but now I'm just, I'm so like much more calm when I drive now. I just, just like try to just get out of the way, you know, but it's just, yeah. sometimes I wish I could take off a little bit faster and just get away from them, but can't always do that. <laughs> but it's all right. Yeah, you just got to do, do some little things here and there. I mean, like I said, uh, it just depends on what you do. And yeah. you look at like what your build is and what you do and you're able to get up. You'd be surprised. Like when I first got the car, you know, it was able to get up. And then I started doing a little bit of this and that. I was like, yeah, I knew where I was going at then. So, yeah, I, I have some people that's like have WRXs that be behind me. And then I just get up out of nowhere. And then like, oh, wow, I didn't <laughs> think that old car like that can get up. Yeah. They try to, you know, talk crap. But it's all playful. Yeah, yeah. Talk you know, but yeah. they're like, wow, they're shocked, you know, but I only gave it a little bit. I didn't even give it my all. But yeah. It's like, that's you know, nice. I feeling, enjoy though. it. You gotta, yeah, you gotta enjoy what you build. You, you know, you gotta be happy with what you have. 
that's in the you know in the long run when uh talking about respect all builds in the long run you got to think about what you want yeah if it makes you happy then that's it your your opinion just matters that's it yeah exactly um so with all these shows that you go to are they are they is it a combination of all different types of builds and is some of it just all subarus how does that work out Yes. Uh, so it's all different kind of builds. Uh, there's been boats there that's been, you know, in the judging, you know, wow. they'll pull up in a the trailer. They judge the boat compared to the, you know, with the truck, because there's some nice trucks that, you know, come up there with their boat attached. And yeah. The boat. They also get best boat, too. So I've seen that. There's bikes. Uh, the last show, I don't know if you've seen those pictures. Uh, there was a Lamborghini on there that pulled up and then there was a Ferrari the show before that. So there's like anywhere from, you know, 1930 trucks for Ford to, you know, Lamborghinis. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, sometimes I'm the only Subaru. Sometimes I'm like one of 10, you know, there's 10 other Subarus there, different kinds, of course, you know, yeah, different build, low, high, you know, wrapped original, some come with a lot of rust and, you know, they can make it original. Yeah. Yeah. Do you uh, go to so, many all Subaru meetups? Uh, I used to. Uh, so uh, I don't know if you know about Breakfast Cub of Subies. No, I do not. I used to go to a lot of. Uh, so out here, there's a group called Breakfast Cub of Subies. So I used to go and we used to all get together and everything and just hang out and all that. So that was in the beginning stage when my car was very uh, stockish. Yeah. So, and then towards, you know, it was mid where I was doing more stuff to it. And then I started branching out and you know, going to cars and coffees and car shows and this and that. And uh, I didn't always participate and I didn't always like pop my hood because I was like embarrassed kind of because I had like a lot of, <laughs> like I said, I had a lot of rust. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of my sensors looked ugly and this and that. I'm still working on certain like, ins and outs that i notice but when i pop my hood other people won't notice like i have to hit certain things with some touch-up paint but yeah you know yeah stuff like that yeah speaking of but, popping your hood you have that like hood support is that something that you made or did you have somebody make that for you no i had uh someone make that for me so he does do hood props and everything and then uh it is also on so when i post i always put all my sponsors and everything i tag everyone if yeah. i like post a certain prop or project or something i always tag that main person in there so they do make those and then it made it for me i was unsure about it at first if i was going to do something like that and then i started doing like i said more mods so i wanted to show off like you know all the shining stuff and this yeah. and that and then i got a lot of uh stickers and decals also on my hood because yeah, i took I off noticed my heat that. shield so yeah. yeah i wanted to show that off too so it it works out just right because it's just the right size where like you can still see in and then it represents you know it's got my team on there and then it's inspired with you know the brotherhood of hustlers with the gambling and then it's got my official sticker my emblem for my group yeah so, what's it made out of uh i'm pretty sure it's like uh paul i I'm, I'm not sure if it's like just regular plastic but it's stronger okay. because i put my hood on it and i put it in the slot and it just doesn't move or anything oh that's it's not good. glass or anything like that but yeah it's like i'm not sure that's okay. something next it's just sturdy not metal yeah it's really good though 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I've seen some though. I mean, they make all kind of designs. I mean, oh, it's yeah. amazing the work. Like I've seen. So I just had a hard time thinking about what I was going to pick, but, and then I wanted to represent, you know, the team too. Yeah. So I was like, I'll pick that. And then he surprised me with, uh, I ended up getting my, also my Instagram handles on there. So I have oh, a separate nice. one, but shorter. And I have my Instagram handle on that one. That's cool. So nice. Yeah. Have you won trophies at these car shows? Uh, one. It yeah. was my first trophy. I posted that one. Uh, so I took third place uh, in Best Wagon. So oh, that's good. I was surprised when I took that because, uh, like I said, they did look at my dent. And, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, I mean, I could have probably got first place if I didn't have that and I had more stuff done. But it's, to me, when you win that, after all the hard work, to me, I put a lot of work in and a lot of time and dedication, you know, uh, bleeding on the car and all that. So, yeah, uh, it was a milestone for me. So I know uh, at the drawing board what I need to do now to go for second place or even first, you know. Yeah, I'm it's sure that was a more good, of cosmetics. Yeah, and I'm sure that was a really good feeling knowing that that they selected your car with a dent, you know, but that you put yeah, in all sweating. this work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was sweating. I was nervous. They called me up and I was like, well, and then uh, they told me I'd be getting this and that. And then uh, before that, I ended up, you know, winning something also. But it wasn't like, uh, how I say, uh, not a place event, but basically best cars. They just called different people that they got the most votes on. It wasn't oh, cool. more of a first place, second place kind of thing. It was more of here you go. You get this beanie mixed with this and that. Yeah. So. It was nice to have that. And then after that, I won that trophy. And I was like, wow. But that was two separate events. Yeah. But, you know, I would have not gotten to that point if I only stuck to regular car meets. Yeah, you have that's to, good. You know, you expand and you meet people, you network. And then if you're trying to grow, like if you have your own team or something, or you're trying to get people out there, that's where you go. Because you, you meet different people and you never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. So... Yeah, and with your team, so you are, are, are you the, man, I keep messing up. Are you the sole okay. founding member of Brotherhood of Hustler, or did you do that with somebody yes. else? Yes, no, I uh, created it, built it up, uh, designed, you know, I was thinking about what I was going to do with it. So when I came up with the name, I still had no banners, no nothing. I didn't have the original emblem and all that. So when I came across 805 Subaru's page and then you know I started following Legacy you know Christina and then I saw what they did with the designs and with the banners that they do and then she makes so I reached out to her and said you know I want to do this yeah and then she helped me a big you know ton with that because yeah. I'm not so like artistic and all that different stuff I, I could do a little bit but she does the extra mile with you know getting the banners the stickers and you know, printed and I ordered so many and that's where it really started. That's when it really kicked off when I reached out to her. So, yeah. So I already had the logo, but this yeah. banner behind me, Christina did this. Oh, that's very nice. So where did you come up with a name? Well, when I started thinking about like team wise and what it means to stick together and, you know, thrive together. I wanted everyone to, you know, be successful together. And then also it's about, you know, making money. 
and you know building stuff and the quality of life and then going forward in life so i thought about brotherhood what it was it stand for what does it mean what's the meaning behind when you think about brotherhood when people talk about it so and then i started thinking about uh hustling you know i listen to a lot of you know different genres of music multiculture yeah so i thought about you know i said that sounds good together and then i had to say it so many times i had to write it down you know and see <laughs> yeah. what it looks like so and then i did i was like yeah that's something unique because you don't hear you know i'm i'm not sure if there's another one out i don't think so but you don't hear something like that yeah but at the same time when you hear that you also have to set a tone and set a message for other people that hear that name and this and that, because I don't want everyone to think, you know, Oh, hustlers, they think something <laughs> bad. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, we're all doing the stuff the legal way. So, yeah, but we're just thriving together. We come together and, uh, speaking of that, uh, so later on down the road, I know you saw the post. So there is sisterhood now. Uh, yeah. So I, did see I that. felt, yeah, I felt that, um, you know, the females in the car community didn't get appreciated enough from what I see and what I hear. So I felt that something, you know, should be done to show them how much, you know, they still mean they're just like any other one, everyone else. And they're human. They deserve the same respect that us guys get in the car community. Yeah. So I said, I'm going to start the sisterhood on the female side is going to be, you know, females inspired to doing all the car stuff that everyone else can do. And then uh, you see, I appointed, you know, lady president on that side, and then she has her own section. Yeah. So that's what it's about, you know. Oh, that's good, man. So I, I like have that. two teams technically. Thank you. Yeah. How many people are like, uh, quote unquote, on your team? Now it would be anywhere from fifty to sixty. So some people support, and then some people are officially a part of it. So, okay. There's some people that like, they want to be, you know, supportive. They want to be at the meets and stuff, but they don't represent any clubs. They don't represent any teams. And the goal behind what we're trying to do is we're trying to promote change in the community and showing that love and growing and what the car community should be. We're not saying we're against anybody or what they do in this and that. We're not choosing sides. We just want to like thrive together as a family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, that's good. Yeah, it's, I yeah. I really like your direction of the whole positivity in the community because I've heard that like in the, you know, the tuner scene that there can be a lot of negativity and ego and stuff. So the fact that you're really working to promote positivity, I really I really like that and respect that. Thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah, it's, it takes a, you know, a lot of work, you know, you got to sit there and put things in motion you know that we have rules and stuff just like everyone else you know but you have to be a team before you can be a club so okay. that's the difference people access this car club it's more of a team base because you have to build that up you know uh if you look at like you know getting superhero justice league avengers you know, yeah they're a team before they're actually that club to protect people you know or whatever they get along they're all from different backgrounds like we all are well, we all come from different backgrounds. We all have, you know, different bills, different knowledge, this and that. And that's what it's about. We've helped each other work on cars. We've been there, you know, personal times, whatever. That's what it's about. You have to grow with your team. Yeah. You know, 
when did you first establish it? Uh, May of last year. That's when I like officially thought about like actually doing something about, you know, I wanted to not just make it like a click thing, uh, a small group of people just hanging out. I wanted to make it, you know, more official. Yeah. Like that's when I started really pushing it and pr- putting pressure on, Hey, I need to get banners. I need to get the stickers. And, uh, I am working on new designs, you know, and seeing about getting flags and banners and this and that you nice. know, patches, hoodies. So that's cool. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna go up from here. You yeah. Know? No, that's good. That's good. Ambition is nice because then like, your team can all get merchandise and everything, and then you can have other people represent what it is that you're wanting to do and spread yep. the positivity, you know, message. Yep. And uh, speaking of spreading, uh, I also, I don't just have members in Colorado. So other oh, states too. Nice. And I have two out of country. So that's cool. It, man. It's about growing, you know, it, you got to think about the long game and the long run. Yeah. You know? No, I like where that. you want to be with this and you got to think about more than just the here and now. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Of course. Yeah, man, you're so, doing great things. It's awesome. You. You're welcome. Trying. I mean, yeah. trying to see from what I learned from uh, around me and this and that and being admin in another club I was in before, you know, taught me a lot of how to run things and how to, you know, do things with other attitudes and mindsets and you have to be able to get along with a lot of different attitudes. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll learn how to manage that and navigate it and, you know, diffuse it if you need to. So yep. it's good to have that experience. So, you know, and in the car community, you know, you're going to have that drama. You're going to have that different stuff. You're going to have uh hills to climb and you got to keep a cool head or do your best to, you know, life is already hard enough. They don't make it harder. Yeah, so. very true. Uh, so this is like kind of a random, odd question, but and it's obviously not something that would happen. But if you were told that you had to swap your car to one of the newest Subaru models, which one would you swap with and why? Hmm. Probably the new WRX, maybe. I don't know. It's kind of got that that rally look kind of, I know that's what they were going for. Yeah. But it kind of also, if you look at the back and then you look at the sides, if you look at, um, I don't know what year legacy, but it kind of has that newer legacy look mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. But I see what you're it's saying. It's not a bad look. I don't, I don't think, I mean, I've sat in, I've not driven one yet going to, but, um, <laughs> yeah. but I think that's where I would go. I mean, my wagon is yes a street car but also half like performance and kind of like you know show car so it has everything in one but i would still if i did wrx i think i would do more of a performance base yeah i think that would be my performance and then i would pull up with that to car shows yeah so i would still have a performance to show off you know but i think that would be my thing I'm sure it's a fun car to drive too. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a lot of good ones. I, <laughs> and then that's another thing too. So if I get one, I think I want to get it stock so I can, you know, it's a true project. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Do I, what you want to do I like with the it. feeling of knowing that, Hey, I turned the wrench on this, you know, kind of thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's another kind of similar question. If you could swap Subarus with somebody other with somebody else, like swap with another person that has a Subaru for a day, who would you swap with? Probably Christina. <laughs> Hers is way faster than mine, so <laughs> Yeah. Or uh Leah. I like hers. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Hers is really nice. Yeah. I, the uh, whole sonic dynamic going on there is really nice. Yeah. I so. uh when we left Subi Fest, California, and we were all going out to eat. I was like, "Hey, I want to want to ride with you." So she gave me a ride, and I was like, "Will you uh, like get on it a little bit?" So she did, and man, that thing is fast. It was nice. I could tell based off the videos and everything, and just how it looks. If you look at certain things, you just know without yeah. even seeing a video. You're just like, "Yeah, I'm not going against <laughs> that," or <laughs> you just know, you know. Yeah. Now I'm guessing yours is a manual. Yeah, so uh, I'm about to manual swap my my wagon actually, so it's an automatic. So oh. my GT is manual though. So okay, gotcha. Yeah. I I prefer manual. Yeah, so I plan on putting a different engine and all that stuff in there. So that's oh. why I haven't done the turbo yet. So gotcha. Big things yeah. are coming, like you said earlier. Yep. Yeah, it's it's. I love driving a manual. It's so fun. I yep. I couldn't it's imagine way not. Yeah, it is, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, do you have a dream Subaru, or are you driving it right now? <laughs> I'd probably get if I wanted to. I would get another Legacy, but I would get uh, like maybe a 2009 or 2008 GT. Okay. You know. Yeah. They already come with that turbo aspect so and then i like that wing how it looks and mm-hmm. just the body style so yeah and then uh, i've seen it with circuit demon lights on there and i've seen it with a lot of mods and they're really fast so yeah so you it seems like your kind of thing and your scene is definitely the legacy yeah yeah it's grown on me a lot so i've had a lot of fun with mine and then I ended up getting that GT, and then it's been a lot of fun working on it and tearing it apart, putting it back together, tearing it apart again. And so it's been a lot of fun just in general. And then I've gotten to see and drive my friends' legacies and see on Instagram I'm part of, you know, Legacy Legendary builds. So I got to see all those different mods and builds too. So it's really crazy when you think about it, like all these different legacies. Yeah. So it's hard to choose, you know. Yeah. It's hard to sit there. If I hit the lotto, I'd probably get, you know, one of each and then build it a different way. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. I know. And I'm seeing, I'm, since I have a cross track, most of the people that I hang out with are, you know, overland builds and off-road builds. And so yeah. that's kind of what I'm used to. But, and then we have, um, uh, rigs and churros here in Houston. And so there's space city Subies and they have m- m- the majority of the cars in Space City Subies are like tuner cars and stuff. And there's some really, really nice ones. And so I see a lot of um, STIs and WRXs and stuff. And so, um, and then there's some wagons, but like seeing Christina's legacy, because, you know, there's all these cars in this car meet. So it's hard to like keep track and remember like what all was there, but seeing one car by itself and getting to really look at it and then, ride in it and then drive it i'm like man i really really like this <laughs> This is really nice see, 
And then, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. I mean, I've seen pictures. I, like I said, I'm not seeing it in person yet. I can't wait. And I'm not going to race, of course. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait till lose, you get the turbo. But, yep. Yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. So, But it's just thing about wagons. I don't know. There's just something about it that when you look at it, even I've seen Audi wagons and, you know. Yeah. Wagons in general, I I never thought when I was younger it wasn't my thing, but and then I got one, and you know, I seen a whole different side of things then. Yeah, and my I don't know if like a Crosstrek is considered a wagon. You know, I mean it's more of a hatchback, I guess. But there there is a a team out there that is called Battle Wagon. Yeah, so yeah. I know he has a Crosstrek, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of Crosstreks out there that are still considered because it's a half a wagon. So, you know, battle wagon gang is there. You yeah. Know, battle wagon nation, battle wagon team. You know, if you look for them, it's there, you know, yeah. it's still considered that. Yeah. Know? Cause I mean, Cause I got that extended body. Yeah. I mean, cause that's, I, that's what I was thinking. Like, cause you look at like a legacy and it's got the extended body and it definitely screams wagon. But then like with the cross track, yeah. it's more, I think of it as more of a hatchback, but I mean, I'm, I'm thinking anything that is like that could still always be considered a wagon, but I, yeah. I, I just, I don't think I could have anything with a trunk. Yeah. I, it was very different that GT, like I said, is a sedan. So it's really like compact and lifting and I'm like sitting there looking at my trunk and it's like, <laughs> it feels weird. So, yeah. cause I have, you know, I've taken my car to the track, the wagon, and I've used that as shade when I just open up and then I bring out my camping chairs Yeah, because I didn't even have to put up a canopy or anything because I had that wagon and I lift up the back doors and, you know, and it's just a shade for me. There's so much I've done with that wagon, you know, folding down my seats or whatever. Yeah. And then you've got so much room in there if you need to like haul something. Yeah, it's a lot easier yep. to put something in there than like a trunk. Because a lot of times you have these trunks with a lot of volume, but it's hard to get something in there because of the opening. Yep. So, and I'm I'm not sure. I I tried it, I think. But my GT, I don't think the seats fold down. So that was a problem for oh, me. It's like yeah. that middle section only folds. Oh, and yeah. And you're able to, yeah, just, skis. that's not going to work if you're hauling something, you know. So, yeah, you can put skis through <laughs> there. That's about it. There. Yep. Can't put nothing else. Now, when you said going to the track, do you, have you ever raced on the track or you just go and watch the races? I went around. Okay. I ran around a couple of times on mine, but that was a while ago before I did anything else to it. So do you plan but on taking now, it out to the track at some point once you get like yeah. the engine swap yeah, and the I manual? Swap, yep. Okay. That's the big, yeah, that's the goal. So. Once I do that, once I get the GT going pretty good, I think I'll end up stripping the wagon, like taking all apart. Yeah. And then doing that because I have, uh, I would say, 80% of the parts. Oh, nice. Everything. Wow. The biggest part is going to be, you know, drilling this and that, <laughs> running everything and yeah. mostly pulling everything out. And then that will give me that time to deep clean the engine bay. Yeah, that's you know? good. Like where are the areas I couldn't reach. Yeah. So you said you have like 80% of the stuff. So are you like collecting everything? And then like once you have everything together, then that's when you're going to make the big switch. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just step by step. Got a list of different things and talk to a few people about 
what's the best way to go about it because they've done swaps before. And so I was like, yeah, I'll go ahead and do this and that. So it's about listening and learning. And then that'd be a learning step for me too, because I've never done that. Yeah. So I'll be doing that with some friends. Well, big so. things to come. So I, I don't want to like ask you what you're doing because I want to wait and see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys, you will see it. <laughs> So like besides going to car meets and like just driving your car and everything, are there any other activities you enjoy? Yeah, uh, I game here and there, not as much as I used to. And, you know, go out to eat with friends, movies, you know, I shoot a little pool every now and then. Hustler. I used to golf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to golf a little bit, but I haven't golfed for a long time. So I know I'm probably really rusty. So golf is fun, but yeah, uh, hiking, bicycles, uh, I'm about to get back into lifting weights and stuff like that. So I used to box a long time ago and then I got away from that kind of thing. So I'm going to get back into not like the boxing per se, but the it's more fitness. heavier workouts. So, yeah, yeah, I do light workouts now, but I, I want to get back into basically uh, this time of year should be bulk season. So I'm going to get back into doing that. So ah, there you go. Eating a lot yeah. of rice potatoes and yeah. lifting. So, <laughs> yeah, that's good. What would you say is your favorite thing about owning your legacy? Hmm. I would say maybe the rumble. Everyone knows about if they, yeah, just in general, they have that Subaru, you know, you have that rumble. Yeah. And the second thing about that, you know, favorite part, would be just like, I don't know. I, I like how it's not easy to work on, but like once you get like, you know, those stock pieces out the way, those plastic pieces, it's real maneuverable. You know, when you're in that engine bay and you could turn a wrench without having to hit something. Yeah. So I, I removed a lot of that stuff because I had to, you know, do my piping for my cold air intake and stuff like that. So I don't have a lot of that plastic stuff in the way anymore, especially like underneath so uh, I'm looking at primitive racing skid plate, you know, to go underneath oh, there the three you go. inch. So, because, you know, I'm so low also. So I've done majority of that work underneath that I needed to do now. Now I'm thinking about putting that skid plate. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, and I'd rather not take in something being so low and the roads here are really bad. So <laughs> you just yeah. got to know where to go at and, you know, where not to go at because there's a lot of potholes. Yeah. So. That's, yeah, it's. Downtown Houston, like, or downtown and in town, man, there's some really, really bad roads. It's like, it's just horrible. It's it's hard driving down there because my car is a pretty comfortable ride. But, man, when you get all those potholes and just bumps and just uneven roads, man, it doesn't matter what you drive. It's yeah. going to be, it's just, a, it's more annoying than anything, you know, just bouncing around. Yeah. And you, every once in a while you hit that really big pothole and you're like, oh, no. You know, you get that big yep, bang. That's how I've been with mine. And, you know, I'm surprised that mine's held up, but at the same time, uh, you know, you get your money's worth it based off what you spend. You know, everyone yeah. knows about, you know, BC racing coilovers, BR series are pretty good. I mean, I, I don't feel everything, but, you know, you feel a couple things, you know, because you're on coilovers. You change out your suspension system. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't, you're not on struts, so you're going to feel things that you don't feel normally. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> What would you say about your legacy that best matches your personality? Hmm. 
stubborn, <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I don't know. The car seems like uh, I'll work on something and then it'd be like, oh, the one side of the car just towards the rear or the front. Sometimes I'll be working on that one bolt and it just doesn't want to come off. So it's like extra effort. But yeah. You know. So I guess you're a little stubborn then. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> about yeah. certain things you know yeah yeah you get a little bit older and then you you've been through a lot of different things and you know you could not set in your ways yet but you're like you're dead set on knowing what you're gonna do yeah no so but in a good way you know it's, oh yeah of course you know. so. if you had to describe your your legacy in one word what would it be hmm. it's hard I know I asked some uh, some deep questions. I'd like to say something like close to, but that'd be uh, I don't know if that's two words or not. Battle wagon, yeah, it's technically uh two. That's okay. Or that could be one technically, but yeah, just based off how it's built. I mean, yes, it's lowered, but a lot of people realize that you need to do certain things when you lower your car to make it where it's not going to snap and break. Yeah. I mean, if you go cheap on it, it might snap. You hit these potholes that are out here, it might snap. <laughs> so <laughs> I've hit some potholes. And I mean, like I said, I, I've messed up my bumper. Um, there was one time I messed up my fog lights, like the actual oh, like fog light, man. not the bulb. Like it, it cracked my glass. Jeez. So, yeah, but I, you know, those are certain roads. I didn't see it. It was too late. And then that's another reason behind my light bars because it, it shines down and it's like a V. So I'm able to see everything. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. So like I said, uh, a lot of things are not posted all the time or, you know, I do post my fails, you know, <laughs> a little bit here and there. So I've, I've had to learn, you know, I've damaged my car a few times just driving on these roads. And then I was like, well, I need to reinforce it or build it a little better. So well, it's good to to post your fails, too, because then that can help somebody else, you know, with something like and, that may yep. come across a, a similar situation. Yeah. And then I like to post my progress, too. And then, you know, uh, there was one question that you put in there about that I uh, have a personal page. I, I did. And then I wanted to do like a car like thing, but I didn't want to do like uh for my car, if that makes sense. I was yeah. going to do like something where I just post nothing but car stuff, but I wasn't going to always just post my car. I was going to post like videos and stuff like that. And then it became to, I'm just going to post my car and then this and that. And then I joined groups and, you know, went from there, you know, it, it just basically the wheel started spinning really fast and, you know, gaining momentum. Up this and that. Yep. Yeah. So, and so I know your car obviously is a street build, but being there in Colorado, do you ever like go meet up with people that are getting out into the mountains and going off road and like ride along with anybody? Yeah, I did in the beginning too. So when I was a uh, stockite, I used to go in the mountains all the time. Uh, Gold Camp, if you look that up, Gold sometime. Camp Road. It's a really fun road. Yeah, yeah, I've been up there. Lower Gold Camp Road. Yeah, so I I've gone up there, you know. Uh, backed it up, got on the top of the roof and looked at the stars sometimes and took some oh, pictures. Nice. Stuff like that. Yeah. So that was, you know, that's a must when you get a Subaru, mm -hmm. go in the mountains, go yeah. wherever you go on a little hike and 
So it was different back then. I mean, I've, I've taken it up there a few times, man, to springs and stuff like that. And I look up and I said, well, let me go up this one over there. (laughs) (laughs) But even with it lower, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I I trust my car enough where I I know what I have in there and I know what it could withstand. I'm Mm -hmm. not going super crazy on these roads. So, yeah, but I'm able to still make it up there. Do you know uh, Chris Shadow Rue? Yes, I don't know him like that. I just follow him on. You You should go take a ride with him, man. (laughs) I've seen some videos. (laughs) Yeah, he's uh, he's a really great guy. He's um, uh, he was him and Juan. They were my very first experience off road because we drove out there and they took us to some to some places and we had a lot of fun. Yeah, they know a lot of good roads. Oh man, yeah, they do. You should go yeah, up there I with meant, them. Sometime. I meant to go. I was thinking about it. Yeah, I was gonna go to that one meet that was like in town. It was for the Top Gun. Remember the Soft Road uh, Nation, Colorado posted that. Yeah. And then I didn't end up going. And then I was like, man, I I was really thinking and debating on getting another wagon, but lifting it. Yeah. Or just riding in general. But yeah, at the should. same time, I I've experienced that lifted life before. You know riding with other people, but I've not had one myself, but I, I still think about it. You know, it'd be nice, especially with, you know, how it, you know, happens out here with the weather and this and that, <laughs> and you want to go up. Yeah. You don't want to get stuck somewhere. This So, yeah, I still might. I'm pretty sure if you were to meet up with them and ride along with somebody, I'm pretty sure somebody would let you drive their car just to have that, you know, experience again of driving off road. Cause I mean, Again, that's most of my experience is driving off road, and it is it's so fun to get out on trails and to yeah. go like up and over a hill or you know through some mud or feel the slippage of the all wheel drive when you're trying to get up over a little hill and there's dirt. You know, it's just it's a lot of fun, but I also want to experience more of the street life too. Yeah, yeah, because like when I ride with mine, all my passengers say it's real smooth and cruising, so. I mean, it just depends on what you put on there and how you build it and this and that. Like, uh, I could barely fit my fingers under my fender where my wheel's at. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, my fitment's just right, you know. I mean, it bounces and I hit. I used to, like, before I rolled my fenders and changed out, you know, my camber and all that different stuff, you have to adjust everything just right before I was, like, rubbing my new tires as soon as I put those because I went from 16s to 17s. Oh, you know, okay, and wow. I, I changed out my rims and all that, and I changed out my tires, the size, the length, all that stuff. So you have to get the fitment right, and then I had to roll my fenders, yeah, so my stuff can fit. Okay, because I've been curious about that because I see all these cars that are like really low, and they have like their tires so close to the fender, and I'm like, when they're going over bumps and stuff, isn't that hitting? You know, like it, it just depends. I I go like at least three miles per hour over speed bumps. Like I go real slow. Yeah. Like, climb over it. Like say if you're off road and then when it comes to the back, go the same way. Some people angle it, whatever. But I mean, I don't worry about it too much, but there are some that I was like, why is it so high? The speed bump, but I'm just, I still go over it. Yeah. But I'm talking about like, if you're, let's say you're driving down the freeway, you know, going at like highway speeds and you hit a bump or something. I'm thinking like, I have, doesn't that like hit I've, and mess up the fender, you know? It just depends. Uh like if you have your fender rolled, 
uh, not really, but you could still kind of hear it. That makes sense. I still have part of my plastic in there. My my lining, I cut the rest out. So, I mean, so it hits that before it hits any metal or anything like that. But I uh, heated it up, put the roller on and went back and forth. Okay. Jacked it up put it down and then i was like no it's still not so you it's a whole repetitive process before you get that fitment down just right so you're basically extending your fender out some yep so it's just a roller it goes back and forth back and forth and you've got a heat gun you're heating it up and your paint's gonna chip you know and then i just (laughs) said it was some touch of paint so yeah like i said in the long run cosmetic wise so it's the last step really and then for next season i got like i said big plans you know not per se the you know the swap maybe sooner than later i don't know we'll see yeah but more of getting it wrapped and you know getting this other stuff that i got i'm mostly for me i'm going grim speed all the way okay so nice yeah most yeah. of my stuff is going to be grim speed so i all have right. four parts by them already so there you go so, so well, to finish this thing up, what's your favorite thing about being part of the Subaru community? Uh, this is a few things. So the Subaru Wave, first off, you know, you got a unique kind of thing that just sticks to us. Yeah. And, you know, and just in general, like when you see other Subies, like it's a, the amount of respect that you get for the next Subi. And there's always someone out there that appreciates your Subi no matter what it looks like. Yeah. And they just see it, you know, it's just that Subi love. And it's just like a Subi Nation thing that it's always there no matter what. So, and whether you're part of a team, if you're just solo, like I, I pulled up to one thing and I had nothing done. So, <laughs> and I just spoke to everyone and then talk about my plans and all that. And then they got to see the evolution, you know, they got to see me do all this stuff to it. So, yeah, I mean, that's, what's so great about the Subaru community in general is because you, you know, and that's been my experience with most people is you can pull up to a meet or something and it doesn't matter if your car is stock, you know, it's like people are still going to respect you for just having a Subaru and having aspirations and dreams of wanting to do something with it or not. You know, even if you just want to keep it stock, you still get respect for that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, two streets away from me, there's the same year, everything, and his is lifted. Yeah. His wagon. There you yep. go. So that's what I'm saying. It's, it's different things, you know. Where I live at, you know, there's Subarus everywhere, Colorado. Yeah. And all the <laughs> cities. It's just a Subaru thing, you know. It's a Subaru state. Yeah. So you talk to anyone out here, they'll say the same thing. It's just Subaru. So. Yeah, and I've been out of town. I can't remember the last place I went, but I was driving somewhere with some other people, and there were a lot of Subarus, and I was driving in a rental car, kind of like forgetting that I wasn't in my car, and I'm like, man, this sucks. Like, I want to do like a Subi wave, but it's not going to make sense, you know, because I'm not in my car. <laughs> but yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's... It's cool going other places and seeing Subarus and, you know, it's like, cause I travel for work occasionally and I go out and I'm like, man, I wish I had my car right now, <laughs> you know, cause that's how it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I went on the East coast and a few other places I didn't have my car and 
I was like, man, I was looking at all these other cars and I was like, uh, I wish I could just show mine to these <laughs> people and talk to them. And yeah, there's car shows going on and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, I don't even have mine. But, yeah. Sad moments. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks Very a lot true. for, uh, you know, taking the time to be on the podcast and share your story and everything. And, um, you know, but if there's, I mean, is there anything else that you want to say that maybe we didn't talk about before we get out of here? Uh, not really. I mean, uh, just uh, thanks for having me on and everything. And, and I appreciate everyone in the car community, you know, uh, and I thank everyone for following my build, support my team, all the, you know, ups and downs and all this different stuff. You got to see all the journey, you know, yeah. with the wagon and the GT and all this different stuff. And, stick with me for all the big stuff yeah all right so all that other stuff is little so <laughs> well i'm gonna go look at your page and and look for your exhaust poking out the side nice yeah thank you you're welcome we well, you have a good night and uh thanks again and we'll uh talk to you later all right you're welcome thank you for having me on you have a good night too all right Thanks, everybody, for tuning in and checking out this episode of the Sue You podcast. If you're not doing so, go give Christopher a follow. Again, it's SV underscore legacy underscore. And go give Brotherhood of Hustlers a follow and Sisterhood of Hustlers a follow. And if you are here to listen to his episode because you follow him and you wanted to check it out, and this is the only episode you have heard so far, go check out all the other episodes. There are 92 other ones, and there's a lot of great information out there, a lot of great builds, and a lot of great people in this community. So go check them out and go give them a listen. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope everybody has a great week. We will see you on Wednesday for the Subi Scoop. And don't forget to tune in on Friday for the bonus episode from the big event at Gilman Subaru Southwest here in Houston. I had quite a few people stop by from here in the Houston area and have a little chat with me. So it was awesome to get some new people on the podcast. And I had Bucky Elastic on again, too. So be sure to tune in. <laughs>